How's it going, everybody? Gabriel Santiago here. So this is a Speaking of Harmony podcast, and this is episode 20. Wow, we are ready at 20. Thank you so much for the love, for the comments, for the feedback. It's been great. Keep them coming. You know, I just want to remind you guys that tomorrow, Monday, I'm going to be live again on YouTube here uh, at 8 p.m. Central Time. So don't forget to uh, give yourself a reminder and come down there, hang out with me. I'll be playing some more songs and, and interacting with you guys, answering questions and, and all that good stuff. All right, thank you so much. Uh, before we get into today's uh, podcast, don't forget to subscribe to the channel, activate the little bell thing, notifications. This is my social media stuff. Please give this video a love, thumbs up with a like. It will help a lot. And don't forget to sign up for the mailing list. The link is here in the video description. So let's go on. I was playing today early in my, my warm-ups and stuff and I thought about something that is worth talking about, you guys. You know, there's like all this, uh, you know, music is about the, the tales, right? Everything's about, the, you know, the time details. We have sort of the big picture and, you know, we have the, the chords and the harmony and, and stuff. But when you're actually inside the chord and playing and performing, you know, there's all this like tiny details that really make the difference right and um, one thing that caught my attention early on those playing I was like well that's cool to talk about that it's like this thing they call just just riffing riffing on, on a chord you know and you know uh, I call it diatonic riffing because it usually kind of inside some kind of a harmony right and what is that it just basically um, you know relates to that uh, thing I was, I was talking about which is like harmony should be uh, about movement it should be always moving the harmony even if you're like in one chord you should always have a sense of movement right because we're talking about movement we're talking about voices and we're talking about hashtag voice leading right so if the voices are in movement even though you're stuck into one chord you're still applying movement and there's like a few things a few strategies you can use like I talked about something before, which is the inversions, right? They can use, you know, right? Uh, right? To kind of create some movement within the chord. But this, the stuff that I uh, want to talk is just a riffing, which is mean, which means, um, you know, just kind of like applying certain gestures to a chord, thus making it. You know more, more the sense of of movement right for instance you, know, you can think about um, in two ways that's how I think it um, you know like melodic and harmonic that's how I would think about it um, if you think about like melodic gestures it's like for instance a grace note right this kind of thing so if you're doing like this on the groove there's nothing wrong about it but how about if we apply a little grace note coming from the second the third see how like creates this little little something put some spice in there so see you already kind of like created this this little gesture, you know, this little fragment, and that's material that we can use later, right? So this kind of thing. Or, or the fifth. I mean, you probably played this a thousand times without even noticing, right? It's just kind of like ingraining the way we play, right? You play. 
that's like a cool gesture you can use. You know, you can even like think also as a, you know, like an appoggiatura thing. Like I talked about as a non-harmonic tone, if you want to like give it more time, like, you know. Right? It's just something that is attacked on the uh, downbeat, the strong beat. Um, but I'm talking about more like a, a, a just a just this grace note, basically, right? So you just kind of scrape the chord a little bit, you know. And you see all this beautiful, great guitarists, you know, plays like country music and, and, and bluegrass and all that stuff. Like they, they are masters of this kind of stuff. You know, it's like that. All this kind of stuff. Draws a lot from that too. This is just me riffing, basically, right? On a chord. And just thus applying movement to that, even though the chord is just kind of stuck in there, right? So that's one thing. And that's how, you know, I would just think about it as a, you know, like a melodic perspective that's how we look at it right but it can also look in a sort of a harmonic way right which means you kind of read from a different chord you know using a pedal and stuff like that and it, you know it just sounds different but you do that all the time already right which is you know let's say you know let's say you have this G and you just kind of like, the, you have to be playing this G for a long time, right? What you do, just kind of play the G, right? Right? I mean, I convert it. Right? But how about if you do the riffing thing, which means this little gesture, but now I'm like applying a chord to it as well. But I'm still thinking of G, but I'm just kind of like, you know, G becomes a, it becomes a pedal. I'm of course playing a different chord, but I don't see it as a different chord. I saw as a, I see it as a riffing, right? I'm just like, almost like a grace note kind of thing. So, for instance, you see, in this case, I'm using C major, right? Over G, right? But I'm not really thinking oh, I'm gonna play C here. I'm just like in G. For me, I'm still in G. I'm just like. See, over here, you know, I can do here, I can do. So that stuff works, you know, it's very effective when you wanna like create movement still within one chord. stuff like that you can do um, also like a more like a sus kind of sound thus making me play like F you know kind of like in that right I'm playing F over G right or C major I can also do you know like a little more expanded harmonically but the A major over this, right?
dominant, like D major on this case, you know. And, and then articulate the four. But again, I'm still in G major-ish for me. Like I'm still kind of like thinking of E major. I'm just using this to apply movement as I keep saying, right? that you can even use you know if you apply the you know the famous blue notes right right so in this case I can like put this I'm kind of thinking of the F major thing here but then I'm using the blue note like double in the interval so I get this cool riff right see see I'm not leaving the chord I'm just like staying within it but just applying movement by using this you know this little movement this little uh, gestures as I call it, right? And I can do that melodically on like one note, like like this kind of stuff that you see all the time and also with chords. And blue note and everything else, right? That's a cool trick that you can use. So experiment with that if you have already been doing that because, you know, all of you probably already played tons of that stuff, you know? Sometimes we don't realize what we're doing and I was thinking about it and decided that thing to talk about it just kind of like hey you know a bunch of you guys are ready to do this kind of thing and this is a cool way to apply movement uh to a chord you know without having to leave the actual chord or if you're stuck in a sequence that you have to be playing the chord for a long time so you have more tools to just kind of keep things moving right so i hope you like that and i'll see you tomorrow on another episode and hopefully a night with the uh live version of the podcast and thank you so much for sticking around don't forget to uh, subscribe to the channel activate the little bell notifications this is uh, all my social media stuff and don't forget to sign up the mailing list and i'll see you on the next one thank you very much mm -hmm.